Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchable News. It's Monday, April 24th, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the five dynamics to watch on the debt limit this week. Number two, the latest in investigation nation. And number three, California Democrats calling for disaster relief. All right, Jake, let's get into it. Both the House and Senate are back tomorrow. It is a big, big week for House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, probably the biggest and most important since he won the grueling floor fight in January to get the gavel. Of course, the House is set to vote this week on a $4.5 trillion GOP bill. We've got a lot of interesting dynamics at play as uh, McCarthy and his allies try to cobble together enough votes to support this package. Since we've been with you last uh, on this podcast, a couple dynamics have been have reared their head. Number one, um, let's put it this way. Republican leadership feels pretty good. I think we discussed this on the podcast about where they are on whipping this bill, this bill that hikes the debt ceiling by $1.5 trillion, a debt limit, as we discussed last week, not debt ceiling, debt limit by $1.5 trillion, and uh, makes a whole set of cuts. Now, something we discussed very briefly, but we should get into a little bit more detail, is ethanol. These This bill rolls back a ton of ethanol credits, um, which is irksome to uh, Midwestern lawmakers who uh, voted against those ethanol credits to begin with, but now they don't really want to vote to get rid of them. Ethanol, Anna, as you could attest to as a upper Midwesterner, I guess we could say, is a um, is a, a big deal politically, correct? Yeah, it's a really big motivating force. Um, and certainly going into uh, the 24 cycle, House Republicans don't want to be seen as hurting uh, the farming community, which is really what this goes down to for them. Going to be uh, an interesting needle for them to thread. I also thought, man, uh, somebody whose name was kind of being resurfaced over the weekend, Grover Norquest, Americans for Tax Reform, rumored that the group might score the bill as a tax increase. But now ATR is backing that legislation, an important win for McCarthy. Yeah, and they're waiting on the CBO score uh, on these things, which is going to be, I mean, the CBO is going to score it as a tax increase, of course, because current tax rates are X. And if you get rid of a certain tax credit, then they go up. That's just life. Um, But that's something that we're going to be watching this week. Now, let's talk about timeline. Um, The Rules Committee will take this bill up on Tuesday. Remember, the House and Senate are out today, um, Monday, but the Rules Committee will take this thing up on Tuesday. And McCarthy really wants to head to the floor Wednesday um, from conversations I had last night as does do other people in the leadership. If they have this thing, they're going to go. Uh, if they have the votes, they're going to go. If they don't, they're going to have to delay. But um, I, I I think they're going to really try to move, strike while the iron's hot. McCarthy's view is just the bill is what it is. Let's all lock arms and, and vote for this thing. We'll see if that works. That's always a, a tricky dynamic. And then the, the larger question is, and we kind of allude to this in the newsletter this morning, but like Democrats are very confused about what's going on here. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, this, McCarthy isn't playing 3D chess. He's passing a bill because he wants to get into negotiations with Biden, period. Um, he wants three things, spending decreases. He wants work requirements for social programs. Um, and he wants uh, permitting reform. Those are the three things he really wants in the negotiation. Um, and the, and the, the question is, can the White House get to the table? The president has said time and time again that he will not negotiate on the debt limit, but would would negotiate on the on the budget. 
Um, that's kind of a sequencing question, I think, that is that the White House will have to try to square. And so we'll send it in House Democrats. But the fact is, there's one part the Democrats don't want to negotiate. Republicans do. Republicans, unfortunately, for Democrats control the House. Um, and they're going to have to figure out a way to square that circle. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning, Investigation Nation. Our very own Max Cohen has a really interesting uh, new development here, particularly when it comes to congressional oversight on Afghanistan. The House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Mike McCall has decided to push the subpoena deadline for Secretary of State Antony Blinken back to May 1st. This is the second time McCall has postponed the deadline for Blinken to hand over to Congress an internal dissent cable written by officials in the Kabul embassy criticizing the U.S. decision to withdraw from Afghanistan in 2021. A big update here. There's been a lot of back and forth over it. McCall has kind of pushed this back before, uh, and it had looked as late as last week, that this was probably going to be settled by the courts. You know, Anna, I will say this. McCall is being very... um accommodating to the State Department, more accommodating, I think, than any other chair in the in the House would be, any other Republican chair in the House would be, um, because uh, by now there are chairs that would have just, you know, uh, gone to court over the subpoena. Now, the the admitted the State Department's going to brief McCall and, and House Republicans on the contents of this. Now, McCall has said that a briefing does not um, is not. Uh, a replacement for what he wants, which is the dissent cable. But man, you gotta you gotta just say that this is a he is really bending over backwards here uh, for the State Department. And listen, McCall's not a fire throw a flamethrower or a firebrand. He's a, a pretty serious lawmaker who does do a lot of travel abroad and understands you know the world in a way that I think meant some other uh, House Republicans don't. But you gotta say, quite accommodating. Absolutely. One other just quick note that Max reports on that is one that we are tracking is House Oversight and Accountability Committee Chair James Comer, the Republican from Kentucky, announcing last week that the panel is investigating six more members of President Joe Biden's family. Of course, there's been a lot of questions about who these individuals are, what precisely might be uh, investigated. But interestingly enough, uh, Comer told Fox and Friends on April 11th that he was, quote, probably going to have a press conference within the next two weeks to update the American people on the Biden family's business dealings investigation. So we'll be watching that closely to see uh, if and when Comer decides to expound, uh, expand rather a little bit more on what he is investigating when it comes to the Biden family. Let's go on to the number three story of the morning. Some more news. California Democrats are leading the charge for a disaster recovery package, Jake. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, So obviously there's been a lot of um, uh, weather issues, extreme weather issues in California. Um, Salud Carbajal, Jimmy Panetta and Zoe Lofgren and Jim Costa uh, for California Democrats want a disaster relief package. We'll be interesting to see how McCarthy reacts here. Uh, McCarthy has had some extreme weather in and around his district. and uh, obviously, he has the keys here. I can't imagine a disaster relief package for California would pass right now, but it'll be interesting to see how McCarthy plays this. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. If you like The Daily Punch, please share it. Tell your friends. It's the best way for folks to find out about us. And of course, you can always sign up and go a little deeper with our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.